The following podcast is an audio version of a live show that takes place daily on Crowdcast. To join our live audience, visit our Crowdcast website at crowdcast.io slash in lieu of fun. That's crowdcast.io slash in lieu of fun. We're not allowed to have fun anymore. So lieu of fun, let's at least not be bored. Come on, and it's time to get We're live. It is Monday, February 14th. It's Valentine's Day, 5.03 p.m. Eastern Time. And we're not allowed to have fun anymore, but I am allowed to, on this day, in which we honor the people that we love, shove my partner into the bathroom to to be and cancel meetings on him uh, with his actual real job and force him to talk to me uh, on live on live internet for for an hour uh, with Scott. So, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah that, 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 it's the with Scott part, which is the real, which is the real um, uh, gift. Yeah, well, my favorite part about doing this is it's not like it's, uh, it's not like it's Kate says, oh, it's Valentine's Day, John. Why don't you come on? That would be perfect. It's like, John, it's Valentine's Day. No one else will sign up for the show. We need to go <laughs> literally, we have no other options. We're have never been so desperate in the history of the show please you have to well that is well we've been more desperate in the history of the show i mean at least valentine's day is an excuse to have you on otherwise you just be a random person that was actually so beautiful can you excuse me and i'll go get some tissues that was so beautiful (laughs) Um, um so uh we have we have no plan uh not not even one we like like no plan at all except that John, are you sitting on the bathtub or on the toilet? Neither. He's on the floor. Yeah, I'm sitting on the floor. I'm okay. sitting on the bath mat. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is love. I really it, is love. I mean, I, I think that after, what is it, John? It's almost been two years, like two years next month that we will have basically been in like either, a st- well, it'll be one year that we've been in this studio apartment back from Cape Cod. Um, together, basically living and working together 24 hours a day. And, you know, you haven't, at least to my knowledge, tried to poison me or <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's good. Um, John, do you feel, do you feel like your relationship has gotten stronger over the pandemic, weaker or different? Oh, that's funny. I would say, well, wait a second, you go first. No, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would say stronger. (laughs) I would say (laughs) stronger. (laughs) Uh, I don't think it could get stronger because it was already maximally strong. I I don't even think it's that different. Um, I know things feel relatively the same. Yeah. 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 It's, um, we were, I have no boundaries anyway. So this just is more no boundaries. So it's good. (laughs) Um, but what john i feel like the only thing that's really changed is both of us working from home it's like never before the pandemic we never had you giving law lectures while i was having meetings in the bathroom because those are only two rooms Uh, that's a novel experience yeah do 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 you like if you had the if if you could like 
forget the pandemic. Um, there's no pandemic anymore, but now you have complete work from home. Like, do you want this to continue or would you like want this over with? What is this? The working, working to, yeah, 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 get it working in the same studio apartment. Um, it would be nice if I could have somewhere to work with a desk and out where I didn't have to listen to Kate when she was on calls and lectures. It's hard for me to focus on programming when there's a law lecture going on in the background or a conference. Yeah, I say, yeah, no, that's that's right. Quiet is a is is a good thing. I, I frankly, I don't like working at home, and I do like having a separation between work and home. And so, um, uh, it's not. I have not enjoyed the pandemic in the way that you two obviously have. So, I mean, I don't. It's been. I am also just so much more chatty than John, and like. I mean, I know it's going to shock everyone if John like <laughs> sits upright. <laughs> like, um, and so the other thing is that when I talk on the phone, and John will tell you this, I just like pace incessantly. Like I can't sit still and talk on the phone. I can do Zoom calls, but I can't talk on the phone and sit still. And so uh, I pace in our apartment, and like that actually, I think is pretty tedious. So, but that's like it's because there's not, that's like 10 feet back. It's like pacing a jail cell or something. It's like, uh, but no, it's- um, Did you find did you find the pandemic easier when you guys were in Cape Cod? That's a good question. I don't know. It was harder in some ways. I don't know. We just, what was the biggest hurdle was probably having to cook for ourselves every single well, meal every day. It was largely the same because in Cape Cod, like we had a lot more space, but Kate decided to make her work environment the geometric center of the house. <laughs> so that, uh, it still was like roughly inescapable. Uh, not like a room in the geometric center of the house, but like the middle of everything that all rooms connected to. Um, I say right, like like the like the magnetic center. Yeah. Like yeah, like where yeah. No, I I, I get it. Um, we, so. we we my my the way our situation works is that my wife works in our bedroom and our kids were in their bedrooms and i worked here um on the couch um in the living room so but now I, you're going back to your little apartment in new haven though, right is it great thing, oh my god it's so great it is the best thing it's being married but living in bachelor lifestyle so like i don't have to feel bad about myself that like why don't i have a partner so and yet i don't have to be with her so it's like <laughs> No, I, I was going to say, what is it about having a separation between life and work that is important to you? Um, well, first of all, um, uh, I because I, 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 like it's just boring as hell, um, just like sitting on a couch all day typing. Whereas when I go into work, there are lots of people I can bother. Um, whereas I can't really bother my wife because um, like like I, I, there's no way I'm gonna I'm gonna survive that. Um, so like, where's my colleagues, what are they going to do? They, they have to talk to me. Um, yeah, so so, that's I mean, this, this happened literally today. Kate was on a call and she was paying me no attention. She's on the call, just talking to the call. And I'm like getting into my programming. I've put together this thing in my head. I've like really got it captured. Kate hangs up on the call and like, I'm like literally typing this, this thing I've put together in my head and Kate comes over and is like, <laughs> <laughs> right in my face. And then I'm just like. Everything I've pieced together in my head has fallen apart. I've lost it all. And then Kate looks at me and she's like, 
What? Why do you look so cranky at me? Why are you in such a foul mood? <laughs> I told you, no boundaries. Um, no, it's that's that's actually one hundred percent accurate. That's like we should just. John, I was proposing to Scott that um, so Scott wants to have um, have people ask a question, um, at, or people potentially share their how they met their partner's story. So if you want to do this and you're in the audience. We would love to have you on to ask you about how you met your partner. Um, I think that John and I shared the story of how we met last time. And the version, my version of the story is like 15 minutes long. And John's version of it is like 95 seconds. <laughs> um, like, it's like, it's just kind of like, I tell this long drawn out story of us dating across like cities and us meeting by chance in this bookstore and john's like we met in a barnes and noble through a mutual friend <laughs> like, <laughs> god again i wish i had the tissues here yeah that's beautiful. yeah i know yeah so i i, I so the thing is I, I, well do you do you want to reply john oh wait you're i, I don't think when i tell it actually takes 90 seconds i think okay uh, that's like a 30 second story Okay, good. See, I, the thing is, I asked my partner, could I tell the story of how we met? Because it is a very so good, good, I think it's a very good story. But um, as I've said the, repeatedly on the show, like the whole deal is that I'm allowed to be a jackass online as long as I don't pull her into it. So that's the problem. Because, um, um, but I will say one thing. I went on our first date. This is the one thing I'll say. On our first date, and I've never done this before, ever. Um, on our first date, which wasn't like it was like a friend date kind of thing. I I brought. I've never done this before, so it's not like a shtick of mine. Okay, I brought a disposable camera to take pictures on the theory that if we got married, we could show our kids pictures of our first date and she was mortified by the whole thing because it's because it's really a, like a like a invasive uncool thing to do um and yet um we have the pictures of our first date that we show our that we've showed our kids so it, i it, love this yeah. story i like absolutely what, like what do your kids think of the photos well so so like because my kids they actually um like they're all stuck together with coffee um because like, they, 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 they fucked it up um uh but 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 uh I, yeah they just like because when they when they were younger we showed it to them and they like you know like kind of uh, ruined it they do how, how old were your kids when they started drinking coffee oh no they they just that's a good question <laughs> Um, um, they, they didn't start drinking coffee much later till they were like 10. Um, but like around eight or seven, like they spilled some coffee of ours or something like that. Um, and they did think it was weird of me to do that is they thought it was like a strange thing to bring, to, to buy a disposable camera and take pictures on the off chance that they would exist. Um, but like, I kind of knew, so I just went for it. I think it's great. John would have murdered me if I had done that. Oh my God! I think I have. Well, I can't. I actually, I have the pictures over here, but I oh, can't. Oh really? You can't. Yeah, but I can't. I, I can't show them. Yeah. yeah. Actually, um, I realized that they were there. They were they're they're in our box of uh, uh, coffee stuck together photos. Yeah. Wait, I'm, 
why do your kids think it would be weird to take photos? Do you think it's still weird today with iPhones? Like, if you were on a first date with an iPhone, would that oh, be a really good question? That's a great question. I Well, when they said it, it was like 12, 13 years mm -hmm. ago. And 12, 13 years ago, did the iPhone even exist 12, 13 years ago? Um, it was no. Like, is it? Nope. Yeah, but yeah, you're well, no, it, did, it did 13 years ago, right? I It came out, I remember the guy yeah. I was dating before John had the first version of the iPhone and we've been so dating for 15 years. So that's like. So it came out in 2008, right? Something like that? Yeah. yeah. So. I, sh I should know it by that date and not by like my 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 partners, but yes. How to, uh, you date things based on all the people before John. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Well, it's good that it ends at John. There's before yeah. John and after John, yeah. Yeah, but um, do do people want to come? Um... Yeah, we have Mike Nelson. Um, my, we have a couple of people that want to say. I'm going to put in Lisa too, but Mike Nelson is the brave first volunteer. But I can't get him to come on screen. Your camera's not working, Mike. But we can hear you. So go ahead. Okay, I'm sorry about the camera. I don't know what's no, going on. But anyway, mine's not quite the first meeting. But uh, I met Kathleen just about 11 years ago. And I knew that she was incredibly special. And my challenge was to convince her that I was worth hanging out with. And so she, she was in the foreign service. She was a diplomat traveling all around the world. She loved to travel. We've been together for about five months. And I said, you know, Microsoft wants to fly me to Helsinki, Stockholm, Copenhagen, and London. And I want to take you with me to, to Copenhagen and London. Copenhagen's my favorite city. She had never been there. She had spent five years in London. She wanted to show me London. And she secretly thought, we'll do this great long weekend trip and then she'll conclude that we can't travel together and then she could dump me. It's a good, it's a good, oh, and what happened? Well, I mean, obviously. What well, we went to Copenhagen and I showed her everything I could show her. We had a 12 mile death march all over Copenhagen in early, early <laughs> This is beautiful. It was, yeah. it, was, it was a gorgeous day. She loved walking, I loved walking. We went to this wonderful, romantic 300 year old restaurant and we were having a great meal and everything was going well. And she was, I could tell she was kind of like, wow, this was actually better than I thought. And then I passed out and crashed on the floor. But like what? literally passed out? Like literally actually fell unconscious on the floor. Wait, why? Because you were so tired because of the death march? Well, her, her first thought was, oh, my God, I have to call the embassy and report a dead American. Oh, that's that's that's, a, that's, so that's beautiful. what you get for going. That's Georgetown Foreign Service School right there for you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's right. It's like, I oh, my God. Then her, oh, my God. Her second thought, her second thought was, I'm going to miss him. <laughs> And that was the point when she realized that maybe this was a long-term relationship. I had just neglected to drink any water for 10 hours and was dehydrated. The ambulance came and by then I was already conscious, but it was it was that pivotal moment in our in our in our relationship. Okay. I remember Copenhagen. Have you ever seen have you ever seen White Christmas with Danny Kaye and Bing Crosby and Rosemary Clooney and that old movie? No. Anyone ever seen that? There's this, there's this scene where like Danny Kay keeps like feigning an injury to get like 
the girl that keeps wanting to break up with him to stay with him. And like, I feel like you, like that is like essentially what you unwittingly did. Uh, you just like, you're just like, well, she can't break up with me. Like, if I'm after she, yeah, after she saved my life. Like, right? I guess. Yeah. I should know the story. It's one of our best stories. I probably should have kept it. You know, well, I, I, I mean, there's like there are all these things that you know how to how to meet girls kind of thing. One of the main techniques that they 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 teach you is dehydration. Yeah, um, falling down. Just yeah, falling down. Um, it's a dehydration it, part. It yeah, it's an it's an oldie. It's a very it, it's it's a classic. I mean, okay. it works. Well, if I can give the other part of the story, the the the, the bookend. We got married in, in March and it was the height of COVID. Our church, even though it was huge, only allowed 10 of us to gather together. So we had a Zoom wedding. Yeah. You wanna do it right. There's a company called Wedfully with one L. It was the best wedding. I mean, it was just, we had 250 people from nine yeah. time zones. We had dancing, we had Al Gore, we had uh, just had an incredible party. We, it was really cool. We even had the the inventor of the internet, Vince Cerf, joined us, and uh, so cool. It was so, so cool. It was so, so cool. cool. And all these people wouldn't have been able to join us. People people got up at two thirty in the morning in Japan, and we had it was like the jumbotron. You know, people at the Nationals Park. They, That's so great. They dancing and everybody they bounced around and everybody got their bit in the sun and we, we did the toasts. We did. It was just it was magical. That's, that's, that's beautiful. I actually, unironically. Yeah. 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 I think that sounds really lovely. And they're, also doing, they're also doing uh, celebrations of life now so that people who, you know, are, have passed away can be honored by their families, no matter where people yeah. are. It's, it's really powerful. Wow. Cool. That's awesome. Thanks, Michael. That was Thank like you. a really great yeah. story. Thank I love you that. for doing this. <laughs> um, okay. John Shay, why don't you tell the story about um, what was it? Oh, well, I well, the um, do you remember the story of when we found this apartment? Like, no, everyone's. Uh, no, I remember the story. It's just okay. not a good story. Okay. So it, was another, it was another story that was better that Michael's story reminded me of. About fall about passing out, um, no, but not that story, not the one that we can't there, tell anyone. There's no passing yeah, out. In the there is another out. story. Sorry, yeah. okay, I forget. I'll I'll bring in Lisa. Lisa will save the day. Yeah, who's up next for tell their really their touching Wait, story about me doing their John, What about the time? Um, what? No, we don't have anything. We've got nothing. What about the time? No, that's not good. No, that, 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 no, no. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. There was, nope. Uh, Lisa. Hey, Hi. how are you? Nice to see you. You I know. look. You're joy. Are you and John work for the same company? <laughs> no, I was. You know, I saw other people with these kind of teleworker headphones at the beginning of the pandemic, and I was like, man, I want one of those. So I sent away from Staples. It was only fourteen ninety five, and I'm super psyched about it. It yeah. makes me look official. It really does. By the way, right? I've, I've never met you, Pet Noodle. I know. Uh, Hi, Scott. Hi. Very nice to meet you. You're one of my. I follow you on Twitter. 
<laughs> no, I love funny. you guys. So thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So anyway, this is yeah. So go ahead, talk about no, your. No, no. Tell me. Tell me. I want to hear oh. everything. Tell me about that. <laughs> okay. Well, what's really funny is that is that my partner is Rob, who's also on in Lua Fun, which some people don't even realize, yeah. and he's in the basement right now, so he has no idea. Oh, here he comes. He has no idea that I'm about to tell this story on the internet. <laughs> Hi, Rob. Hi, Rob. <laughs> Anyway, so the way that we met, we worked down the street from each other, downtown Bethesda, and we both happened to hang out in the same coffee shop. It was like, you know, friends or on our breaks. And I was hanging out with my one friend. This is in the middle of the morning. He's hanging out with his one friend in the middle of the morning. And I was describing this weird music that I had written a review about and making this guitar noise like to describe, you know, what this song sounded like. My, that, I, 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 that was the, that was, wait, wait, that was the best feedback noise I've ever heard anybody ever do. Lisa, Thank I you. Can, what that sounded like. It was yeah. like, I'm sorry. It was like a Yoko Ono, like, screaming <laughs> into the mic. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Can you do it again? Oh, sure. Right. Just, Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that's <laughs> precisely what this sounded like. It was one of the people from this band crawling with tarts that I really liked at the time. Anyway, um, so while we're having these conversations, at the same time, across the street, there's this stupid boutique there, and one of the bushes had caught fire out in front of this boutique. Somebody had thrown a cigarette into the bush and the bush was literally in flames. And we all were watching this and all the ladies who ran the boutique... This is how the fucking New Testament happened. Oh, right, exactly right. So Moses parted Bethesda Avenue and no, these ladies came running out of the boutique with these bottles of literal Evian water and were putting out the bush with these <laughs> bottles of water. And it was the funniest thing we'd ever seen. And that, you know, we've just been pals ever since. Oh, and that's my story. <laughs> that's <laughs> basically that. how we got to know each other. Yeah, yeah. and he's over, right now. Hi, Rob. Bonding over like idiotic behavior is about, exactly like yeah, that's about exactly as weird music and and the bizarre women of Bethesda. That's my story. Excellent. That's such a good story. Are you, <laughs> a, are you a Scott, music? This is a great idea. Oh, Scott, I, I, this is a really I, good idea. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I, I mean, we're this. music nerds. Is that if that was your question? I have you ever heard of Fugazi? Of course, we've heard of Fugazi. We live in DC. Right, so I and Rob, yeah, he's seen Fugazi. He's more of a punk than I am. I'm more of like a prog weird music head. But yeah, okay. he's a punk. Yeah, I date. I for a long time dated uh, the. You dated Ian Mackay? No, 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 not him. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Scott. Sorry. Rob thinks yeah. that you're accusing him of dating the singer. I mean, so, that would be more cred on his part. I'm like, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I, 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 I in, yeah, in the late in the late eighties I would go I, I, I did. Um and but I would go to many, many Fugazi shows. Um, I don't know what Fugazi is. Someone's gonna have oh, to explain uh, it. Fugazi, Fugazi is a kind of straight edge, kind of post punk. DC band. Oh yeah. Um, which in through completely no coolness of my own, I was connected to a very cool thing um, for, yeah. for a very short period of time. Um, That's excellent. Yeah. That's excellent. excellent. Well, yeah. 
Thank you, but again, I, I, yeah, I just love that uh, guitar feedback. Um, <laughs> Thank <thing>. you. <laughs> oh, whoops! I didn't mean to click off Lisa. Fuck. Anyway, um, okay, well, we're gonna get someone else. But I wanted to say that um, quickly. Uh, I have now thought up a funny story um, that I'm gonna tell about John to fill while people volunteer to come on and tell their cute stories. Um, John. I'm going to tell the story of your first ACL surgery. Yeah. So, John. What, <laughs> I mean, it's not that funny. Yeah. Well, it was sure. like, no, well, it's just, it was really terrible. So, um, so John, um, so John, like, uh, had torn his ACL as quote unquote. This was like our first year of dating. I'm 23. He was like 28. Uh, 27. And uh, he was living in this kind of crappy apartment in Boston. I was living with roommates in Brooklyn and like whatever. And anyways, he had ACL surgery and I went up to, I had had ACL surgery before that. And I had like wanted to kind of come up and take care of him. So I came up and like cooked a bunch of food and like kind of came up to like, and I, if you like, remember that moment where John like was like sitting in the chair and then I went up and was like, right in his face and all kissy and he like mimicked that well like that was kind of like i was covering a little um while he had just gotten out of his acl surgery i was very <laughs> afraid like he would get up and he would like crutch across his small one bedroom apartment and i would be like like are you okay i can just get something for you and in any to be event, clear like, i was totally fine i could have walked home from surgery they made me use crutches for like two weeks but like i didn't really need them uh, I felt good to go basically day of surgery. Um, yeah, it was amazing. So he was like really doing fine. Um, I was not doing fine because I had a really terrible ACL surgery. So I was kind of like traumatized by it. But anyways, at some point I'm following him into the bathroom and he's like going to pee and he was like, get out of here. <laughs> like leave. And I'm like, okay, I just want to make sure. Okay. So I go into like the kitchen, which is like right next door. And I'm like making like tea or something or taking something out and i just hear like this scream this blood curdling scream and this huge crash and i drop a like i'm like carrying like a plate i drop it it shatters i run into the bathroom to like rescue john and john is like standing there on one leg cackling and he has just thrown his crutches into the bathtub to make this huge noise and scream and i and i mean and i just started crying i just started crying for like, i couldn't stop i was so scared and he scared me so much that i had like thought that he'd actually hurt himself and he thought this was hilarious and i was crying and i like went to i was like seeing like my therapist who i've now seen for over like longer that i was seeing him before i met john but like now i had my therapist for many many years and i remember going back to my therapist who's an older gentleman like and he was like could not stop laughing. <laughs> John just like 100% took John's side. Was like that is hilarious. What a good prank. <laughs> like, yeah, I was yeah. Like, really? This guy's an asshole, and I should break up with him. And he was like, No, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was, I've like I've never forgiven him 
for that. Like I like. I was yeah. I was gonna say for, it, 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 keep both John and your therapist because they're both right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I um okay. James Puckett, who I hope is working his job at a liquor store right now, and is going to come on and uh, and uh, tell this story because it sounds pretty great. Um, and let's see. Um, I, uh, the other thing, wait, there was also, um, nope, they're not connecting. Oh, there he is. Um, yeah, Scott, you got a haircut. I noticed that. I was gonna say something. Like yeah, yeah, I, oh, thank you. I, um, I got a haircut because, um, you know, like the thing is about um, Zoom is that like you're forced to look at yourself all day. Um, yeah, they say that yeah. there's been like spikes in people who want to like do plastic surgery because of this. Oh god, I never even thought of that. Do you think oh, I need no. plastic surgery? There was a whole New York was Times treatise which they found three entire people that like. No, but it's like, interesting. Got... It's interesting that you brought this up now in front of everybody. Is this a problem? <laughs> Is it, is it my nose? Uh, okay. I, I, people people in the in the chat are being a little bit mean about my eyebrows. I want I don't want to say anything, but like so I I do, Well, I don't have good eyebrows. I have bad eyebrows, but I did get them cut today and my um my my the the hair cutting person always said that I have I have professor eyebrows. Like the thing is I have like seven I, uh, uh, eyebrow lashes and they all go like this, you know, got to cut them down. Ooh, James Puckett. Wait, you're there. Are you there? I am. Okay. Are you, are you, can you hear me? Yeah, we, yeah, we can hear you. But, but we'd we love to like... hear your story. It sounds much more salacious than our stories. No, no, nothing salacious about uh, someone on a Friday night near 2 a.m. meeting the love of their life. Um, my dog is right here anyway, so if it sounds like a big snore, then uh, that's, uh, it is? that's his fault. Sorry. <laughs> well, he's right here. His name is Miles. Hi, Miles. Yeah, sorry. So, Kate, I also don't work at the liquor store anymore. I've got like a corporate gig now. Oh, congratulations. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Congratulations is the term, but uh, no, I, I had that job for COVID because I got furloughed uh, during the level. Oh, I didn't realize that. So. I wasn't like, I like love like how, no, my, I would... like how like you would just like call in and like, I was like, I just love that people are listening to this show from wherever they're doing their thing. It was great. Awesome. Yeah. 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 Also, Scott Waiting Room is an amazing song. I wanted yeah, it to. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. I wanted to say, move it, move it, move it, move it for you. <laughs> but no, I just I just met my wife like at a karaoke bar in, in Houston, Texas. It's a cool place where it's like a house that upstairs has the karaoke stage. And she was wearing like these really short Daisy Duke shorts and like this cute little top. And she just looked very cute and very pretty. And uh, I was like having a terrible like few months of my life. And... Uh, my friend was like nudging me. He's like, yo, talk to that girl. And I'm like, I don't know what I should do. And um, 
I just went up to her and I said, you're really lucky. And she said, why? And I said, because I was going to wear that same exact outfit. <laughs> and uh, yes. it like yes. worked. It was the silliest line that worked. She like, nope. giggled and said, you're cute. And um, yeah, nine, almost nine years later now, we're good. Can I just say something? Humor is such an aphrodisiac. Um, I, I only wish it worked for me. Um, but um, <laughs> that, that was really, that's a- like you're not she's not more in love with you now than ever that you make soup on the countertop <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that, she was not very happy about that but that's a great story about the that's uh the daisy dukes with the bikini on top the kind of katie perry um yeah but a nice yeah she just was looking very uh different from what i was wearing which was like khaki shorts and a polo and sweating profusely in july summer um but yeah what was you where'd you go on your first date i took her to a uh to my i actually took her out the next day i texted her that night and i texted her my name james uh in all caps with an exclamation mark and uh she texted back irene which is her name uh in all caps with an exclamation mark and that was like the vibe was initially just silly and fun. And then I took her to a friend's barbecue. And then a week later, we went and saw Guardians of the Galaxy. <gasps> so good. Yeah. And she like wasn't really a movie going person. Now she is because of me. I don't know if that's good or bad, but yeah. yeah. So I, it was a it was a really not good time in my life. So I would tell that to anyone right now if they're uh, single or whatever. Don't worry. Like it can happen when you least expect it. And that's awesome. Right. That's yeah, a yeah. great story. That, that's, that's great. It's also, I love great stories that have happy endings. Um, yeah. So we were talking a lot about comedy, but before I met John, I had been in a series of relationships with comedians mm. and like comedian adjacent people. So I was dating this guy who was a film, who was a film editor for David Wayne and Paul Rudd and like, Michael Showalter and Michael Ian Black and that whole kind of crowd that I was, and so that was like, I was running in that crowd. And then I started dating Dimitri Merton, who is, uh, he actually went to NYU law school for two years. Did you know yeah. that? That's kind of crazy. He's like, he like got a whole future thing. But yeah, he was, can I just say that like comedians are broken people? <laughs> like, I think that we did it the right way, Scott, which is like, you did it the right way which is like you're just like a total person who like dabbles in comedy and is like becoming but like man i hung out with that scene a lot and i've like, never met such insecure people in my entire life like, also, and like I, was a, I was lot, a 22 year old girl so like imagine what, like was a lot of self-hatred or something oh yeah it was just like all about like kind of who you were hanging out with and rubbing shoulders with the right people and like everything else um mm. but yeah um i remember when i started dating john actually uh it was like uh i had subscribed to new york magazine and like john was coming over and there had like dimitri had just been on the cover of new york magazine and like i had gotten into my like my and i was like no thank you and i like threw and like i just kind of like had to throw it away before john showed up and i was like yeah 
Yeah, would you would you would you have been hurt, John, if you had seen her previous boyfriend on the cover of New York Magazine? I'm pretty sure she mentioned it. Yeah, it was like <laughs> it's true. It's like it's like one of Scott's falling over because it's like that's exactly right. It's like it's both well, whatever. It was kind of cool. Yeah, I, what, I will. What do... is like fucking like your twenties in New York, except mm -hmm. not for those moments? There you go. There you go. No, I, mean, I think it was like I did a, a famous comedian, and I was like, that sounds like a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> Richard Wattenberger is coming on. Yeah, John's not wrong about a lot of things. Um, <laughs> also, he calls me on every single infinitesimal piece of bullshit. It's great. <laughs> um, okay, Richard, are you there? Why are you not showing? I up? think I. Oh, here I am. Am I here? Yeah, I can hear you, but I can't see you. That's so weird. Yeah. Everyone's not showing up today. Yeah. But go uh -huh. ahead, Richard. What's your story? Richard? Hello, can you hear oh. me? Now, yeah. Okay, now yeah. I can. You are, you now you me. can okay. hear me. You're good. Okay, I, I, I will let you uh, supply any comedy that needs to be supplied to make this interesting. But um, as, um, as you would expect, I met my wife at the beach, um, which is where, um, I guess, where nerds go who meet, meet people, right? So. Um, she was, um, and she was, uh, she was wearing a t-shirt that said, I am an engineer. And in my, um, you know, socially inept way, I said, said uh, and I was working as an engineer at that time. And I said, shouldn't that say I are an engineer? And that's kind of how she knew I should be in the humanities. Uh, and, uh, um, uh, but, uh, yeah, we met there. She was, uh, and, uh, she was a grad student then and, uh, um, and then, uh, you know, we, uh, we eventually, uh, uh, yeah, eventually got together. So I like that. Can I ask a question? What is yeah. up? Like, do you think that people retcon like their meet cute stories? I'm not saying this about yours, but like, mm -hmm. I actually think that yours is kind of like adorable and cute and it's not like, it's not, so you didn't quite like, you know, you didn't have like this like the james puckett sex appeal Katy perry thing but i'm i i am like john's like nine 15 second version of how we met versus my version of how we met it's like i just i really wonder do people like reverse engineer like their their meet cute stories like how many meet cute stories would you have with someone that you broke up with later yeah i don't i, I don't know um that there wasn't a lot to to reverse engineer because the the circumstances were kind of bizarre. So, yeah, you, you bizarre more than you mentioned, or yeah. you don't. No, just, just bizarre because because I could tell it as a story of meeting at the beach. Actually, we met at a at someone's beach house. So, uh, but uh, that's so much more bizarre. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> like right, because well, I, I was mad. I was imagining, like, how do you meet somebody at the beach? Like, you're like, um, are you using this towel? I mean, what's what, what's the, what's the line? I mean, there's no line there. 
It's yeah, very you hard say, to... You say, that, you know, shouldn't that say, I are an engineer? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess that's right. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cute. Richard, I, I love you. Uh, that was that was kind of that was very that was like exactly a Richard story. And right. I mean that with like every I mean like I kind of like feel like if Ben was here I would have hoped it would have been who's the guy that you guys always said Rookner. Rookner, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought it would be like they met at a Bruckner uh, concert. That's concert, when, I know. Yeah, right. And let's they turn. Like, yeah, let's what, make this sexier for you, Richard. Like next time when you tell Ben this story, tell him that you met your wife at a Bruckner concert. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, April. I am like dying to hear your story. Oh well, thank you. I'm assuming you can hear me. Yes. So you caught me at my best. I just came in from snowshoeing, so I feel like I've been run over by a truck. But anyway, that's great. Where are you? Where are you, April? Um, I live in the woods of North Central Washington State, oh. and I my husband's great grandpa was one of the John first settlers here, too, as you can see from his background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shower curtain. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have aspirin right across the road from our house. So yeah, he fits right in. But yeah, my husband's great grandpa was one of the first settlers here in 1895. So my mm. mother-in-law was raised up here. And when we retired, we, we uh, moved and built on some family land. So cool. So, so my story, take yeah. you back to nine, September of 1972. I never know where to look. Am I looking at the camera? Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, right. we were right out of high school, um, went to, went off to college. Um, the freshmen had to be at school a week early before the rest of the students. And so we had a little orientation week, what have you. And I'm in an all girls dorm up on the second floor. And one night in the middle of the night, we hear all this noise outside. And so we open our windows and we look out and the boys dorm resident assistant had rousted a bunch of the boys, gotten them out of bed and took them around campus barefoot to serenade the girls in the girls dorms. Hmm. So a bunch of us girls are up on the second floor, leaning out, looking at these knot headed boys. And my husband sees me up there and he says to his buddy, I'm going to marry her. And then they move on and sing at some other dorms. And the girl that lived next door to me. She was, was she pointing? Was he pointing at her? <laughs> <laughs> well, he was friends with the girl in the room next door because they went to high school together. So the next day he comes up to see her and he stops at every room on the way down the hall. And, uh, that's when I actually officially met him. Aww. And then uh, we, uh, wait, wait, we... He stopped at every room down the hall because he was trying to find that woman. Yes, yes. Is, thank no. you. Thank you, Scott. Yeah. But I have to tell you, today for Valentine's Day, before I went out to Snowshoe, he said, wait a second, you, you have to wait because I wrote you a song. Aww. And he, uh, he loves to just write songs with his guitar. It just gives him joy and uh, he sat me down and he sang me a love song that he wrote today. Isn't that just lovely? <laughs> anyway, wow. that's our story. 
Wow. I love I, that, April. I mean, Thank that's you. So, I'm, that's, he's that's so such an awesome guy. <laughs> I'm, wow. very love, I'm very lucky. He's a lovely, lovely Scott, person. did you do that with, with uh, your uh, partner today? Uh, did you do that? And did you like do it on the jazz guitar? No, no, um, tonight. Tonight, I'm tonight. going to. Oh, good. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to do a very jazzy version of uh, Sting's Field of Gold. Um, you know, oh. yeah, oh. I'm going to do it and, and, um, uh, and I'm going to substitute my partner's name for gold in each of the mm -hmm. things. Um, I, uh, I just want to say that your husband is it or your yes. spouse, mm -hmm. um, uh, has made all of us feel all the, let's say, um, partners in the audience feel like dirt. Um, yeah. because, uh, <laughs> um none of us, I, John. John, I know you're coding right now. I, I can see it on your face. <laughs> By the way, um, but have you ever written a song for um, for Kate? Yeah. No, I think the biggest weakness between Kate and I in our relationship, the area where neither of us have even a modicum of talent. Oh, that is, is actually music. true. That is like um, both of us are like have, yeah, no talent for music. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Um, yeah. April, this was awesome story. I cannot. Fantastic. But, but John, you have, you like, I think that it's like worth mentioning the things that I have given because like James mentioned that like he had gotten his partner, his wife to like kind of get into movies and you hate movies. So like we have never gone to movies like pretty much. You also hate baseball. I loved baseball before I met you. You rigorously drove baseball for my life, I would say. I gave you the gift of not having to care about baseball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I'm the same. I really, I, I it really, it does, de it's a de-stressor. You don't have to like worry, oh, the Patriots going to win or something. Because oh, like, you, you don't like, care. I mean, like the thing is, guys, that you care about sports instead of caring about other things that matter, like hunger for the world <laughs> or like, or yeah. like, international politics or like ukraine like and like i could have at least enjoyed the super bowl last night and had some wings and instead did, i just had wings so i just want to say like, did, i didn't watch the super bowl did you guys watch the super bowl no no i don't no, no. john see that's the thing kid i don't think you could have enjoyed the super bowl last night i think you could only have pretended to enjoy the super bowl <laughs> yeah. game I, I, every single goddamn super bowl party that I've ever gone to. I remember thinking, when the when is this going to be over? I don't care. Um, yeah. So. I, just, I just want to say that I would have found things to be, I would say that my, I will say that like there was, a, well, John and I grew, both grew up in upstate New York. And so we watched the Bills and that was like, you know, the Bills were in the Super Bowl a lot when they were growing up. And then like, uh, I will remember like, I, I'm going to cut you off, Kate. You don't want to, you have no interest in watching the Super Bowl. What you want is to go to a Super Bowl party and blab at people about whatever's on your mind while the Super Bowl. <laughs> no, I, it's true. But no, but like, I was going to say that like, when I was in elementary school, I got very upset at the, um, the squish, the fish. I think that like, there was like a, it was a, it was the Bills versus the Dolphins. And I got very upset because tax, taxonomically, like, they're not that actually fish. They're mammals. And I was like, there had been a bunch of children who had written signs that said, squish the fish. And I would cross it out with a Sharpie marker and 
write in mammals. <laughs> so that was not <laughs> anyway. That's um, you know. No, that's beautiful. Defend standing up for the dolphins by saying you should squish them qua mammal rather than qua fish. That's very <laughs> excellent. Uh, I am okay. So hold on, Itamar uh, is here to tell his story, and then Eric Berg's going to wrap us up. But John, did you have something to add? Did you remember something about the Bills being in the Super Bowl? No, but Kate and I have this periodic fight, periodic fight about fish, where I argue that defining dolphins and whales as fish is a better definition than the one we have the one the one we have that the definite definition of fish meaning fish like things that live in the water is more useful than the like evolutionary biology taxonomy we've come up with instead um what is based on breathing air versus breathing air out of yeah like, which like it's just water? not useful to and, most like... people who interact with fish or deal with fish mm. uh, and that like ecological role is a better basis for defining those categories than evolutionary. That is okay. a much more sophisticated conversation than we're on track. Well, for. we've had this, <laughs> we've had this like four times, and every <laughs> time I argue it, you're like, "No, Jonathan, you're being an idiot." Obviously, we should use the evolutionary. Yeah, like, this is this is called in philosophy. We call this conceptual engineering. That is like trying to. <laughs> Like uh, it changed the notion of the concept because it works better in real life. Um, I'm not with you, John, but I, in spirit, um, I admire the exercise. Don't, don't give him, don't fuel. No, no. Itamar, it's so nice to see you. I'm, I feel like I'm being, I feel like I'm being a couples counselor. Go ahead, Itamar. Uh, Hi. Yes, I was reminded. Hello. Uh, I was uh, reminded by uh, my uh, ex by the um, uh, Northwest uh, Washington, where I met my ex in Stahican. I was uh, hiking the Pacific Crest Trail at the time, and uh, we ran into each other in Stahican, Washington, which is on the northern tip of Lake Chilon. Uh, that was a uh, uh, we only met briefly there, and then we continued walking together. I think when we had gotten to Levensworth. Uh, and along the way, when we were walking, we had all sorts of adventures, uh, among them uh, hitch hitching a plane ride and um, uh, being picked up by the brother of uh, uh, the bass player for the Tower of Power. Wait, wait, cool. they, they, wait no, don't say cool, because none of this is possible. You hitched a ride on an airplane? Oh, John has yeah, heard yeah. about this, too. Yeah. This happens well, yeah, in like you, you Alaska just, and Washington. Yeah. You can, like, uh, that was actually in um, Northern California near the Nevada border at the time. So, but yeah, like, you just need to raise your thumb really high. <laughs> John, tell, John, can you tell this no, story? What? No, I want to hear more about the story. Yeah. Like, I, I, you know, I'm not convinced by this raise your thumb really high you know, explanation <laughs> for how you got the, the airplane to pick you up. I feel like there's more details in there you're, you haven't told us. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we were at the time, uh, we were uh, on the California Nevada border, uh, and there was uh, in, in the Sierras area, and there was a big storm coming in. So we wanted to hitch into town. Um, and I'm blanking about on the name of the town. It, I guess it's not relevant to the story, but anyhow, we're 
waiting for a long time. Some cars were driving by, but none were picking us up. Uh, eventually, this uh, guy pulls up right in front of us, and he um, uh, and he tells us, "Look, I don't usually pick people up uh, for fifty years, but like I picked people when I was young, and you guys looked interesting enough to pick you pick up. So I'll, I'll take you guys uh, wherever you're trying to get to." That's what Ted Bundy um, said. So yeah, I was just going to say, is she your ex girlfriend because she's no longer living? <laughs> no, no, no. She's she's uh she's studying uh um uh I think Tonmeister in uh in Rotterdam or not quite. But, like, but Ted Bundy did lurk and was like uh like a serial killer in like the Pacific Northwest for. Well, like, you know, anyway. these are the risks you take. That's so true. That's so true. No pain, for no love. Gain. For yeah. love, yeah. <laughs> But anyway, so hold on. Yeah. How did you how did you catch this plane? Oh well, so this uh, this guy who was picking us up, he he happened to be a pilot, and so he uh, was driving and he was asking us where we're trying to get to, uh, and eventually, and, uh, he was talking and he was like, "Oh, you know what? You guys want to just stay at my place for the night? How about this? I'll uh, I have player rehearsal in." Um, at South Lake Tahoe. So come with me to South Lake Tahoe. You can see this old boathouse with an old fancy piano. And- um, This like literally sounds then, to me like, you're the puppets in my play. Like, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Um, yeah, no, it, this is this is really the, uh, the beginning of, um, you know, like what, what's it called? Uh, special victims unit, um, you know, um, CSI watch or something. This is like, um, I feel like um, Ice-T should be giving the rundown. Um, did you, did, and you, and, and did you stay at his house? Yeah, he treated us to cocktail shrimp and a steak dinner. Uh, but he, he lived uh, further south in Nevada. Um, but anyhow, so as we were driving and he was, uh, we went to the boathouse, it was a very nice boathouse, dipped our feet in Lake Tahoe. And then uh, he took us back down to where he was staying and he was telling us that he was a, a pilot uh, and he hadn't had an excuse to take out his plane for a while. I think he was like an ex-NASA engineer and then an ex-Delta Airlines pilot. He was like, working on a farm uh, on, on his farm and like fell down at some point and then the FAA wouldn't let him like continue being a commercial pilot or something so now he only flew recreationally um, oh so that makes anyhow, sense he's like that... <laughs> yeah no because he's, so, he's like he's like play out you know he likes to want to pretend to like you know, fly people around as opposed to roofie them and then eat them. Yeah, so, exactly. So, so like anyhow, it's like papa it... beans is like Scott's <laughs> right. thing. Right. Yeah, that is my thing, right? Uh, so anyhow, he um, he let us. Uh, we stayed the night at his place, and I was like, "Well, if uh, the weather allows in the morning, we'll go uh, for a joyride." And so the weather allowed and took us out for a joyride in his plane. Uh, and then actually he drove us further down to, I think Bridgeport where we were trying to get to at the time. Uh, and then he treated us to lunch. So, so you know, gotta, gotta risk being eaten to, to meet these great people. Wow. 
Well, I wait, but the thing is, this is not how you met that guy. This is how you met your ex, right? And so, like, the the, the idea was that you had such a great time. Is that the idea, or is this? Well, we 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 met in, uh, like earlier, so we were walking south. So we met, I think, on the third day of my trip in Stahican, and then we started walking together at the Oregon border. And then this is just one of many adventures we had together at the time while walking. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that was great. Um, yeah, I, I also had a guy uh, perform a miracle for me, but maybe that's a story for another time. Well, that's the miracle. That's for Miracle Day, not Valentine's yeah. Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Do not mix the two up. Yeah. Uh, but I, I do. Uh, so wait. John refused to tell his really gruesome story from his friend who got picked up by a by a John. Will you tell the story of Brad? It's really not that good. My friend Brad uh, did a lot of adventuring after college. Last time I saw him, I asked him. He was telling me about his life, and he told me that in the past year he had gone uh, on three different occasions. He'd gone at least three days without food because of either mishaps or poor planning. Um, and one of those occasions, he was in Alaska, and he got a, a permit to hunt uh, a mountain goats or sheep, bighorn sheep, something like that, uh, and made an arrangement with someone to get picked up by plane at some place uh, three days later. At the later, top of a mountain. At the top of the not wide. I don't think planes land on top of mountains, so I, I assume that's where I was getting picked up. Uh, and so he goes out. He finds a sheep. He kills it. He drags it to the place where he's supposed to get picked up, and then a giant rainstorm comes in, and it's nothing but rain and fog, and there's no hope that the plane can possibly find him or or land. Uh, and so he's out there for a week eating cheap soup every day uh, until finally the weather clears and he there hikes up like to the top of some mountain. There are like four pictures in the Facebook album and they're all like a sheep like like literally field dressed uh, under a tarp and a fire and him like trying to basically serve. I'm like what do you like what do you do? Like what yeah, do you right. like? How do you not like? Yeah, I don't yeah, right. understand. Do either of you would either of you know how to like gut a sheep and like make soup out of it if you don't have a counter? Yeah, it's the counter. I just don't know what to do without the counter. That's yeah, right now, that's thing. the problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I saw the same guy butcher a deer once without a counter. He did it on my kitchen table. Wow, is it cool? Yeah. Yeah, cool. I, I would love to see that actually. Um, yeah, I would say that there, like, John also has great stories. John went to Dartmouth and John has great stories of, like, what was the Black Duck renowned yeah, for their, yeah. There's a, the canoe club and the um, rowing team have docks on the Connecticut River that are like, you know, 100 meters from each other. And one time we were between terms, so not that many people on campus. And a friend of mine uh, was returning a canoe from a duck hunting trip and he had a shotgun with him and he stood on the, the canoe dock and he saw that actually very rare black ducks renowned for their deliciousness were landed on the crew team dock. Um, and so he took the shot, you know, put a, put a, put some BBs into the crew team dock and then walked over and picked it up <laughs> off the dock, <laughs> brought it back to my house to cook it up with some pineapple. Wow. Yeah. Was it good? Was it good? Yeah, it was great. Oh yeah. Okay. So that's a, a all's well that ends well. Um, oh my so, gosh, we have to we have to end. We do have to end. Um, we're over. Okay. But uh, well, John, thanks for nothing for Valentine's. <laughs> I like no, no. no. Wait, 
No. Thank you, everyone who showed up to spend this Valentine's Day with us. It was great to get to spend this hour with you. I hope you all have a lovely Valentine's Day. And thank you to everyone who shared their stories with us. John, that was so nice. Um, <laughs> I, where did that come from? Why do you not do this for a living? I don't know what I'm I like slash living. By me, living, I mean I do it for free. So that's like, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Scott. Yeah, we'll be back. we will be back. At... Um, we are edging towards our 600th yeah. birthday, which we have no plan for, but we'll probably I, talk I, about I, that in our I really uh, want. I think this is the first time we got to talk, so I'm I'm glad I got to spend the hour with you too. I hope we get to do it again because I've I've been meaning to ask you uh, what law is. I've been curious about that, and so okay, I, 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 that. okay. That, Small question, that, just that, for that, the last three minutes of the show. Yeah, no, that that'll be great. I'll, let me think about it a bit um, uh, before we get together. Um, uh, the um, I um, I want to say that this was really fun to get to to get to hear other people's story about love, because really, that's all there is. Yeah, I think I learned that from Get Back the other day with the Beatles. Yeah. 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 That, okay. God, I, I did not like. Uh, you know, I, I did you see that? Oh, I want to. I want to like. I'm trying to get Ben to watch it now. Do you have feelings about? It? I just made John watch the whole. Yeah, thing. I thought it was. I thought it was really boring, actually. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I thought John it was really boring. Thought it was really boring. Yeah. Yeah. I, I and and the thing is, like everyone said, it was so great, and I was like watching it. And I'm like, God, I like enough of it already. What, what, one of the things really interesting is reading the background is that like. John Lennon is completely addicted. It, him, him and Yoko are completely addicted to heroin at the time, and they're completely out of it. And yeah, it, they, that, they, like, that, a lot of them seem very, and I don't want to be like, I've been very tired in various scenarios, so I wouldn't want to like, if I had a, a like a camera on me all the time, it to be reflective of this. Like, if you snapped a couple pictures, but like Ringo, like. Yoko like literally just sat there, like sat yeah. there. Yeah, because she had the nods. She was very basically nodding off from shooting a heroin, and um, uh, it, it it also was just boring. I mean, like you know, I, I I like the Beatles too. I mean, they're pretty good, but like enough already. I I just not, I did not find it all that um, interesting. But um, yeah. now now I'm gonna get like Beatles uh, stands coming out. Yeah, you're me. gonna get hate mail. That's fine. Yeah. No, Scott, I'm with you. I'm like, I feel like I'm reading the whole library here. Can you synthesize a message? <laughs> exactly. Right. Editing. Editing. It's just too <laughs> much. Right. Yeah. You never give somebody who was allowed to make five hour Hollywood films each installment the opportunity to make a concise, interesting. I think that, like, John said this to me. I was like, he was like, you mean the Get Back documentary that Peter Jackson edited? And I was like, yes. He was like, the same guy who did Lord of the Rings? Right, and yeah. I was like, okay, but I love Lord of the Rings. <laughs> like, like, yeah, but anyway. the guy the guy can't cut. The guy can't no, cut. Same, no, he's yeah. not good at cutting. Yeah. Um, okay, we should end. We will be back on Wednesday. Uh, happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Thank you for sharing your stories with us. This is kind of a booing episode. John, I'll see you in 0.3 seconds uh, when you come out of the bathroom. I have to be. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Wait, no, wait. Wait, you want to do the sign off? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay, like.
um, what's the sign off? Like it's we like can't have, we can't have fun we anymore. Can't have fun anymore. So in lieu, like what's your in lieu of fun, we can have love. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good yeah. one, Scott. Thank I'll you. take it. Tennyson yes. would take it. Yeah, one time in 600 episodes, I'm bound to hit it. So. Um, uh, yeah, I know. How often have we like come to you and be like, Scott, take it home? And you're like, <laughs> I wasn't thinking about that. Um, anyway, bye-bye. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. And great.